Welcome to the Thrive Live Show. I'm your host, Donnie Prasad. They call me Pastor D. And I'm excited you've decided to connect with me on this podcast where we focus on thriving in life and leadership, not just surviving, but thriving. And as always, if this blesses or helps you in any way, please do share it with a friend. Now let's get into today's episode. So I'm going to give you a quick, quick rundown, quick recap, and then we're going to get into snakes and wolves. All right, snakes and wolves tonight. This is going to be real talk. But we've got to know who is in our circle. We've got to know who is there to help us and who is there to hurt us. All right, there's some people in your circle that they're not really there with you to help you, but these people are in your circle but not in your corner. Kenneth, good to see you, man. It's super early um, where you are. Avenel, good to see you. I was thinking about you today, actually. God bless you. So we've got to know who is in our circle so we can manage our circle well because we need to have a spirit of discernment because not everybody in your circle is in your corner. That's real talk, and we're going to deal with it tonight. And we've got to know how to manage our circle, deal with our circle And uh, Jesus is a great example. He understood his circle better than anybody. To tend to good to see you. I'm also going to try to keep our sessions not as long. um, But hey, we'll see how God moves. Jesus managed his circle. uh, And he's our best example. He dealt with the crowd differently. He dealt with uh, his disciples on another level and his inner circle. He had relational boundaries. So it's important we have these boundaries and know how to manage our circle, know who's in our circle, know who's there rolling with us to help us, to know who is there with us, to really who the enemy is using to stand in our way, to block us, to, to, to shut us down, because it's important. And I said this, all of us need our full circle. Our inner circle, Jesus had a, a, a close group, Peter, James, and John, that rolled with him everywhere. The inner circle, we need the inner circle for our foundation. Every single one of us needs an inner circle. You need people who are close to you that will tell you, tell you the truth. People that will encourage you, strengthen you. Uh, people that will, will, will run alongside of you. People that will support your vision. People that will help you when you're down. All that stuff. You need the inner circle, but you also need your full circle. The inner circle is for your foundation and the full circle is for your fulfillment. Everybody in your circle God can use um, to bless, to help, their resources, their wisdom. There's so many things. You are all part of my circle. Come on. So I'm thankful for every single one of you. Uh, every single one of you can be a blessing to me as much as I can be a blessing to you. We're part of the same circle. We're running the same, um, running the same race, all right, doing the same thing. So we need the full circle for the fulfillment of the plans and purposes of God in your life. So don't ever treat people, you know, sometimes we treat people differently. Every single person that you know uh, is important in your life. They're in your life for a reason. Those who are particularly closer to you, God has a reason for everybody. Amen. Lord, come on. I Good to see you guys on tonight. If you haven't already, hit the share button. I see people coming on here. Hit the share button. Let's get this thing out there. Snakes in your garden. We're dealing with tonight with snakes and wolves. Snakes and wolves. This is some real talk. And as I was getting ready, um, we're going to get into straight talk tonight about snakes and wolves. There are always snakes in your garden. There are snakes in your circle. 
no matter how nice your garden is, no matter how uh, how 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 good it looks and all that stuff, there will always be snakes in your garden. There will always be snakes in your circle. So you've got and I've got to understand how to recognize the snakes. There will be people in your circle that don't support you. There will be people in your circle that are not really running with you, but you think they are. That's why they're a snake. Deceptive. All right. In every garden, there is there are snakes. Let's go right back to the beginning. Take this thing back right to the beginning. There was a snake in Eden. Adam and Eve were not alone in the garden. They thought they were alone. God created them, put them in this nice garden. Everything was there. They thought everything was good, but there was a snake. The snake showed up. Can I say something to you? They did not invite the snake into their circle, but the snake was in their circle. Come on. I like that. Yikes. They did not invite the snake into their circle, but the snake showed up in their circle. There are people who are in your circle that you didn't necessarily invite in your circle. You don't necessarily feel comfortable that they're around and in your circle. Um, But we're going to talk about how we deal with it. So you will always have people in your circle that you wish, man, I I wish they were not here in this circle. I wish they were not here. I would be better off if they weren't in my circle. But guess what? Some people you, you didn't invite. And then they're not going to leave your circle. They will still be in your circle regardless of what, just because uh, it could, I don't want to say family, but listen, it could be anything. It could be anybody. So we've got to learn how to deal and manage um, our circle because sometimes you can't get rid of everybody. All right. This, we're going in. We're going in tonight. I want to talk to you about a snake in the Bible, a snake, a real snake. I'm going to tell you the story of a snake. I'm not talking about Eden now. I'm going to tell you the story of Absalom. Absalom was a snake. He's a snake. Absalom is a snake. Some people know him. Some people talk about the spirit of Absalom. Let me get into this real. I'm going to show you some things in this story that's going to bless you. So, Fran, good to see you guys. Good to see everybody on with me. We're talking about snakes and wolves. Absalom was one of David's sons. He was a son of King David. And if you know his story, this guy was a real snake. Now, he, he, was, uh, he had aspirations to take over the kingdom. He wanted to become king. He wanted to rebel against his father, David. Now, there's lots of things in the whole backstory. There's, there's, you know, he had a, uh, his sister, Tamar, had some issues with a half-brother, Amnon, and they had some family issues, and he held that against David. But at the end of the day, Absalom was a snake. He tried to snake his own father. And we're gonna sh- I'm going to show you what Absalom did because what Absalom did as a snake happens to each of us every day. We got snakes that we got to be careful. And we, so we, we've got to recognize who God has placed in the garden or in our circle and who he has not. So we can be careful with, with that. All right. So what Absalom did is every morning, the Bible said in 2 Samuel 15, this guy would show up at the gate of the city in Jerusalem and he would sit there and wait for people to come. These people will come with a complaint and they would come and they want to raise a complaint with the king, but he would intercept the people and he would say, listen, where are you from? Tell me what's going on. What's happening with you? All right. And the people will tell Absalom their story. And, and he would say, listen, you got a good case. 
I, wow, you, you, that's for real. What you're telling me is real talk. Tanya, good to see you. You are right. You know what? I support you. If I was, listen, Absalom would side with the people that were, were coming to him. Uh, with these, They weren't coming to him, but he was intercepting them. And then he would say, if the king had somebody here to hear your story, I, oh, come on, I can't believe the king doesn't have anybody uh, to listen to your story. But I, I think you, got, you, you are in the right. And listen, if I was in this position, I would fix it for you. I, I would hook you up. I would do you. So he would just butter up the people. The people came with some complaints and he's like, you are absolutely right. But you know what? It's too bad the king doesn't have anybody here to listen to your story. What's Absalom doing? He's a snake. He's snaking David. Absalom was throwing shade. He's saying, listen, you know what? The king doesn't really care about what's happening with you. I care about it. You are right. If I was the king, if I was a judge in this land, I'd make sure that your story was heard. I'd make sure that you got justice. Listen, so he was telling the people everything they wanted to hear. When the people went to bow before him and wanted to bow down before Absalom, Absalom didn't let them bow. He held them up. He hugged them. He kissed them. He was saying, in effect, listen, no, 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 no. You don't have to bow to me. That's for those people. That ain't for me. I'm just like you. I'm like, I'm one of you. I'm your people. I got you. Absalom was, was, was giving these people uh, everything that they wanted to hear. Absalom was a snake. He was throwing shade. And listen to what the Bible said. This is crazy. Watch what the Bible said in 2 Samuel 15. Verse 6, it says, Absalom behaved in this way toward all the Israelites who came to the king asking for justice. So, listen, he stole the hearts of the people of Israel. Come on, this is a snake. Hey, Sharon, good to see you. This is a snake. Absalom got in the middle of all of this, and he's telling everybody that I'm on your side. I'm, I'm with you. I'm rolling with you. And this man was just lying uh, from every corner. And the Bible said he stole the hearts of the people. That's a serious statement. He was snaking his father. He was trying to get the people to turn against his own father, his own flesh and blood. He stole the hearts of the people. He snaked the people. He snaked the people. He was lying and deceiving the people, and he was trying to snake his own father. But I want to show you, listen, let's go through how this man was a snake, because this will help us recognize snakes in our own circle. We've got to see the snakes. And we've got to be, all right, we're going to deal with this. Let me tell you some things about snakes. Snakes are sit and wait predators. You study a snake and they say that snakes are sit and wait predators. What did Absalom do? He did exactly that. Absalom was sitting and waiting at the gate for the people. Absalom was planning and plotting. He was sitting at the gate. A snake will sit there and a snake will study its prey. A snake operates by stealth and by strategy. All right. It doesn't operate by speed and strength. That's wolves. We'll get to the wolves. We're dealing with snakes and we're dealing with wolves. But a snake will operate by slow movements. This man was a snake. 
He sat and he waited at the gate for people to show up. And he was sitting and waiting. He had his own agenda. He knew what he was trying to do. He was trying to turn the hearts of these people. He was a snake. And and he was plotting and, and he had his own agenda. Snakes don't care about anybody but themselves. But watch this. How long did Absalom sit and wait at this gate? This is going to surprise some of you. How long was this man running this scheme? How long was he? Now, I saw some things about some scheme being run in the country that I'm from. How long did Absalom snake these people? Four years. This guy was running this thing for four years. Every day he would show up and he would try to tell the people, I got you. Listen, I, 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 your story needs to be heard. I wish I was in a position to help you because it's too bad the king don't care. The king don't even have anybody out here. The man was sitting and waiting, plotting and planning four years. Snakes, listen, be careful of snakes. What did he do? He grabbed the hands of the people. He hugged them. He kissed them. And he said, I'm with you. I wish I could do something for you. This man was snake, snaking his father. Listen, there are people that operate in our circle. They are sit and wait predators. They are snakes. And they got fake kisses and fake hugs. And they're embracing you, telling you, but they're with you and all this kind of stuff. Don't get caught up with this. Some people are good with, it, with, with talking, but they never show you anything. They never actually do anything. Absalom was trying to turn the hearts of the people. Be careful that snakes don't steal your heart. Watch this. Be careful of people in your circle that operate like snakes who are trying to steal your heart. They're, they're buttering you up. They're telling you everything you want to hear. They, 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 sh- they show up looking good. They're on, they, they show up looking right. You're like, man, that's my ride or die. That person is rolling with me. Be careful. They could be trying to steal your heart. You need to be very cautious and careful. Absalom, for four years, nobody suspected what was going on. Four years. Watch this. Sit and wait predators. People will get close to you. Because they're trying to, they got their own agenda for getting close to you. It might take them four weeks, four months. It might take them four years. Be careful. There are snakes in your garden. There are people that are assigned to come against you. Come on. There are people that are assigned and they're, they've slithered their way into your life and you didn't even suspect anything. Be careful. There are snakes that are trying to come close to you for a reason and it's not to help you. The enemy is using people. The enemy uses people to, 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 to come against you, to come against what God is doing. But watch this. So be careful of snakes that are trying to turn um, or steal your heart. But be careful of the snakes that are trying to steal the heart of the people connected to you. Uh-oh. 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 So I'm, I'm going to take a, a drink of some water right there. There are people in your life who are trying to steal the heart of of those connected to you, of people close to you. Why? They don't want to see you promoted. So what are they doing? They're talking behind your back. That's a snake. They're trying to pull you down in your place of business. That's a snake. What? That's a snake. 
That's what that's what Absalom did. He snaked. He was snaking his father David. He was talking about David, throwing shade. He was stealing the hearts of people that were connected to David. There are snakes that will come in and try to steal the hearts of those who support you, because they don't want to see. What look what this man did. He was taking away the credibility of his father. There are people who are in your circle that are not really running with you. They're trying to take away your credibility. Come on. You sip some tea. Yeah, go ahead. There are people trying to twist and turn things against you. They are dropping seeds of doubt. They are talking behind your back. They were dropping some things because that's how a snake moves. And they're turning to trying to turn people against you. And you and, and when you start to see it, you're saying to yourself, come on, how can people believe this? Why are people even following this guy? Why are there people following this this woman? Come on, Absalom was a snake. This is a story of a snake. All right, this is going. I'm taking this thing deeper. Watch this now. All right, so snakes are sit and wait predators. They will sit, they will wait, and they are deceptive. Absalom moved with a, 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 the, that kind of deception, trying to turn. So you've got to be careful. Here's what snakes do. If you look at snakes, you know that snakes are always flicking out their tongues everywhere they go. Snake is flicking out the tongue. If you know what snakes are really doing, that's when a snake is in attack mode. A snake flicks out their tongue so that they can smell the odor of its prey. The snake is discerning prey from moisture particles in the air. Watch this. Snakes like to use their tongues. Mm. I know you know people who like to use their tongues in terms of speaking. And they're using their tongues deceitfully. They're flicking out their tongues and it's just deceit. It's charm. They're so charming with their words and they got you. But those people are snakes. They are snakes. Look what David said. This is David in Psalm 120 verse 1 and 2. He said, I call on the Lord in my distress and he answers me. Watch this. Save me, Lord, from lying lips and deceitful tongues. Snakes. Deceitful tongues, it's on, they're on attack. James tells us what? But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. The tongue is full of deadly poison. Snakes use their tongues or words to poison the minds of people against you, against your family, against your intentions. Why is this happening? Because the enemy is afraid of what God is doing in your life. So he's sending snakes in your garden to speak against you, uh, to, 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 to frustrate what, you, uh, what God is calling you to do. And all of a sudden, you, you see vicious rumors uh, that, that happen to, to, to men and women of God, and they're not guilty of anything. But it is a conspiracy. It is movements of snakes to attack the plan, the assignment that God has for them. Come on. We're talking about snakes and wolves tonight. Amen. Come on. I'm going to give you a relationship red flag. Let me show you how you can recognize a snake. People who say to you, listen, you know I got you. You know you my boy. You know you my girl. You my ride or die. People who tell you that they support you. People who say that they support you but never show their support. That's a snake. Be careful. If you got to always tell me that you got my back and you're riding with me and you, if they say it, but they don't show it, be careful. Come on. 
you might be dealing with a snake because they just telling you what you want to hear. Yo, Pastor D, oh, you my boy, man. You got, hey, hey, I'm just using me as an example, okay? People that talk to you, that's what Absalom did. He snaked the people. I'm with you. Listen, I'm, I'm standing with you right now. You got good reason to be upset. You need justice. I'm there for you. Absalom spoke. He said things, but he never did anything for the people. He was saying it, but he wasn't showing it. He wasn't real. Look for the people that don't just say they support you, but people who legitimately support you by their actions. You need people to come alongside of you and really run with you and support you. Don't get carried away. I'm going to say this. This is real talk tonight. Real talk. Don't get carried away. With people who tell you things just privately and say, oh, I love the way you do this thing. I just appreciate you. But they never celebrate you publicly. The people that talk to you only privately and tell you things privately, but never celebrate you publicly, be careful. You could be dealing with a snake just manipulating you and just building you up. And you're like, oh, that's my boy. That's my ride or die. That's my, that's my girl. You know she wit. Be careful. Remember, snakes are always flicking out their tongues. Snakes love to use. Come on. People are like that. They're always, you got to be careful of the words. Remember, they're trying to steal your heart or steal the heart of people connected to you and they, they access through the ears. Snakes camouflage. Mm-hmm. You know that snakes, be careful of the whisperers, that's right. The whispering in your ear, that's my snake movement, all right? The snake just rolled up on Eve. Hey, Eve, did God say? (laughs) Started whispering some things in her ear to doubt the truth. Stealing her heart. God told you that because God doesn't want you to be like him. God didn't want, God is lying to you. Come on. The real deception was a snake. Be careful. Be careful. Come on. Snakes are sit and wait predators. Snakes are deceptive. They're, they're always flipping out their tongue. They like to use their tongue, but snakes know how to camouflage themselves. Absalom for four years, the man camouflaged and he looked like he was supporting the people. He was just supporting his own agenda. He was trying to steal the hearts of the people. Judas was a snake in the circle of Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Good to see y'all. If you're on for the first time with me, just say what's up. I'm, I'm tuning in for the first time. Let me know where you're watching from. Do me a favor. Hit the share button. We're talking about snakes and wolves tonight. God's giving me some real talk for us tonight. Snakes know how to camouflage. You looked at Judas, you would say, that guy's he's, he's a disciple. He's the real deal. Judas was rolling with Jesus. Judas was a disciple. He looked like a disciple. He sounded like a disciple. But Judas was a snake in the circle of Jesus. First time from Toronto. All right, Paulina, good to see you. Good to have you on. Judas was a snake in the circle of Jesus. But Jesus, remember... He knows how to, he knew how to manage his circle. Judas was one of the 12, but he was not in the inner circle. We'll get to how we deal with snakes. All right, but snakes know how to camouflage. That's why it's so important. 
that you are connected and you stay in prayer. It is so important. You got and I've got to have a spirit of discernment to really understand who's with me and who is not with me. To understand who is real and who is fake. Who are the real ones and who are um, who are the fake ones. You've got to be connected, but you also need to connect yourself with 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 people who are spiritually grounded, people who are praying with you, people who can speak to you and say, "Listen, be careful." Come on, good to see you, Carmelita. There are several times I've talked to people and I said, listen, that person is not supporting you. I had a specific conversation with someone. I said, be careful with that individual. And they said, you're absolutely right. When you are connected to God, he will, be, he will reveal things to you and he will help you. All right? And when you're connected to people who can pray with you and, and, and bear you up, God will show them things that will help you. And they can speak to you. Do not underestimate snakes. Snakes are an incredible, an actual snake has the most fascinating jaw in all of the animal kingdom. Here is why. You know what you've seen it. Snakes have the ability, their, their lower jaw is, is, can, is so flexible, it can stretch wide open to swallow prey multiple size of, of a snake. You ever seen a, a, prey, a snake swallow a little pig? Google it. You'll see it. You see snakes. You see this fat thing inside of them. Snakes are deadly. Snakes are dangerous. Snakes are deadly and snakes are dangerous. So you've got to be careful. This is a real message for somebody. God needs you to hear this because you've got to watch out for the snakes in your garden that are, that who are assigned to take you down, to take down your assignment, to get you off track. So what? Snakes are for real. But I want to say to you, let me shift this thing for a little bit. God will reveal the snakes. Absolutely. Watch this. If God is for you, who can be against you? Come on. Listen what? God will always protect you because he, when, when Adam and Eve had an issue with the snake, God showed up. Come on. Listen, God will always protect you. Here's what he said about snakes. In Luke 10, 19, this is what God said. He says, I've given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. That was a specific instruction when he sent out his disciples to preach, giving them authority over, over, over spiritual things. But God has given us power and he is with us. Snakes are there but God is there and he is going to assign people there are people in your circle that God is the real ones will stand up the real ones are going to stand up in this story with the snake Absalom Absalom yes he was stealing the hearts of the people to the point that David had to run for his life King David had to run because his son rebelled. His son got a lot of people on his side. His son got supporters of David to cross over but God had people in David's corner. God has people on, in your circle. God, and they're in your corner. They're standing with you. They're praying with you. They're connected to you. God is, is using them to help you, to speak to you. Watch this. <laughs> Real talk tonight. There was a man in David's corner named, named um, Hushai. And Hushai was a loyal friend and advisor to David. He also had the priests, Abitar and Zadok, that were in his corner along with his army. But Hushai was critical because Hushai went into Absalom's camp. And when he got some instructions from a man named Ahitophel of what to do, 
Hushai was the one that said, no, 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 no. Listen, you should do this. Hushai gave Absalom bad advice and which gave David some time to, to prepare himself for battle and, and, they eventually, and they won the fight. Watch what I'm saying to you tonight. God has a Hushai in your corner. God has people that are, that are the real ones that will help you. God will put people to really support you. He's going to help you discern who's who and who's real. And there are people that are fighting this real battle with you. There are people God has assigned to you. But God will expose snakes. Here I go. Here we go. Watch this. God is going to expose snakes. Please lock into what I'm saying right now because this might be the most important thing you hear tonight. God will expose snakes in your life. I, I, do me a favor. Hit the share button on this point. I, I want people to hear this. I want people to receive what God is, is giving me to say to you. I'm going to pause for a second. Take a drink. Hit the share button. Tag somebody. Oh, that's good. Yes, watch this now. God will expose snakes in your life. Let me show you. Situations will happen in your life. And, and, and I think we misinterpret this situation. Watch this. You, somebody, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Somebody confronted you. Somebody betrayed your trust. Somebody was disloyal to you. Somebody let you down. You thought they were your ride or die. And all of a sudden you found out they was talking behind your back. All of a sudden you found out that person betrayed you. That person rolled up on you. That person did something. You and listen, when a bite of a snake hurts, it, it, it's poisonous. There are things that happen where you go into a confrontation with somebody or you find out that somebody was stealing from you or you find out that somebody was scheming against you. You find out that somebody betrayed your trust. They were disloyal to you and it hurts. David cried. David was weeping. He was crying when he realized what Absalom, his son, was doing against him and how his own son was snaking him. But when these things happen, when we get into these, 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 these situations with people, we start to like, oh my goodness, why did this thing happen to me? And we start to say, is it my fault? And sometimes we get so upset about it, but guess what? Please understand. When this happens, what, what, what is really happening in that moment? God is revealing to you that that person is a snake because that person is not with you. That person is not really your ride or die. They just, they have their own agenda. What God is doing, just think for a moment, if the betrayal didn't happen and if they didn't, didn't break your trust, you would keep rolling with them like nothing ever happened. You would keep getting closer to them and you would, be, you would keep getting sucked in with all the nice words and all the things that they're all the hugging and the, the kissing, all the fake stuff. But God allowed it to happen because he is protecting you. Come on. Come on, somebody right there. The betrayal, the hurt, the pain, the backstabbing, the stuff that the snakes do out of deception. It, 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 listen, a lot of times what, what is happening there is exposure. Light is coming to you and you see people for who they are. God is exposing them. Come on. We're dealing with snakes. There's a saying that says, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Believe them the first time. When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. You've got to recognize that they're, they're snakes. 
There are snakes that are, that, are, that are operating, but they are going to be exposed by God. Whatever happens in darkness will come to light. God will expose them. Some issue is going to happen. When it happens, thank God. Don't, don't, don't just get upset. It's going to hurt. It's going to sting. There's this, the bite of a snake is going to sting. But recognize that God is protecting your future. Recognize that the people's rejection is God's protection. He is still watching over you. He's protecting you. And he wants to make sure... That what is going to happen in your life, you got real ones beside you, not the fake ones. All right. So we got to interpret and understand these things uh, in a different light. Don't let it mess you up to that, that to that effect. Recognize that God that is that is a way that exposure happens, and God is exposing the snakes. I'm gonna try to wrap this thing up quick, but let's stay stay with me. I'm going to talk to you now how we can deal with the snakes. The truth is tonight, I'm not even going to get to the wolves. We can't get to the wolves. It's too much. We're just dealing with snakes. Next week, we'll come to the wolves because snakes and wolves operate differently, and we need to know how to manage it. So how do you deal with snakes? Let me say this. First of all, snakes can't win because your Savior has already won. No snake will ever win because your Savior has already won the battle. Somebody needs to hear that because sometimes it looks like the snakes are winning. Sometimes it looks that the, the deceivers and the, the people who are, are contriving against you, that they have the upper hand. Come on, Cindy, good to see you. But snakes cannot win because God has already won. Absalom did not win, even though he was a snake. And he, But here's how you deal with a snake. Here's how you deal with snakes. Limit their access. Limit their autonomy. But don't limit your actions. Access, autonomy, and actions. Let's deal with this real quick. You've got to limit access to the people who are snakes in your lives. When you begin to recognize it, when you begin to see it, you've got to limit access, the access that you give them. Stop giving them so much of your time. Stop giving them so much of your attention. Delilah was a snake, but Samson kept giving her access. Samson kept going back to Delilah because Samson enjoyed the pleasure. Sometimes we get, we get pleasure out of snakes. We know people are snaking us, but we just want to be seen with them. We want to roll with them. We want to be a part of their crew or whatever it is. And you find some kind of benefit hanging around with a snake. Be careful. Be careful. Samson knew the woman was trying to kill him. He had to be completely stupid not to realize what Delilah was doing. He knew it, but he enjoyed the pleasure. He, he, he was getting some benefit. We've got to limit the access when we recognize people are snaking us or people are operating with this spirit of deception, limit their access. Judas was a snake, like I said, but Jesus limited his access. Now, it was necessary for Judas, you know, to fulfill prophecy in, in betraying Jesus. That was that was all part of what needed to happen. But Jesus limited his access. You have got and I've got to limit the access of people. There are people who are toxic. Stop, stop giving them so much of your air. Don't let them access your air. They're toxic. You've got to limit their access. But you've also got to limit their autonomy. What do I mean by that? Stop letting these people act on your behalf. People who are snaking you, you've got to be very careful what you do. Let me give you a very simple example. If you recognize that somebody is behaving like a snake and, and you really, you're seeing evidence of that in your life, don't ask them to say, you know, I can't make it to this event, but can you tell so-and-so for me that I can't be there? The moment you 
let that person carry a message for you, you already know they're a snake. They're going to throw shade. They're going to throw you under the bus. They're going to say, look, Pastor D, just, he just said he was too busy to show up. What? That's not what I said. Do not give them autonomy. What, what that means is don't let them act on your behalf. If you're dealing with snakes at work, don't ask, don't ask them to help you finish up something because you know they're going to mess with you. You've got to limit access. But you don't put people in a position where they can influence your decisions or they can influence things that's, that's happening to you. Limit their autonomy. Limit the control that they have. Come on. Limit their access. Limit their autonomy. But you don't let them change your actions. This one is so important. This is ultimately what the enemy wants to do. Bring snakes in your life that you get bitten and now you stop because you've been hurt. You stop trying to help people who are hurting. That is so deceptive. That's what the enemy does. The enemy will cause people to come in and bite you. And then you shut down. You said, you know what? I did this for her and look how she turned against me. I did this for him. I tried my best. You were genuine. You were real. But they, they bit you. And you now stop helping people. Don't let snakes change your actions. Keep being you. Keep doing what God has called you to do. And don't let them, don't let them turn. Look at what happened. Absalom. I said snakes don't win. Snakes will not win. Absalom. He rebelled against his father. He snaked his father. He looked like he stole the hearts of the people, and he did. He did get people to conspire against David. But when the battle came and the fight came, Absalom had long, beautiful hair, so to speak, and his hair got caught up in a tree, and he was hanging from a tree. And then one of jo- David's men, Joab, killed him. David said, don't touch the man. Don't touch my son. But Joab still killed him. Absalom died. Do you know what happened when Absalom died in this, in this battle? David cried. David was so remorseful. David was so sad that his son, this was the same son that wanted to kill David. This was the same son that was trying to take his kingdom, rip everything from him. This was the same son that disrespected him with his wives. I didn't tell, talk to you about that. But David, here's the principle. Don't become a snake trying to deal with a snake. Keep your heart pure. David did not become a snake. He did not become cold-blooded. He didn't celebrate when, when, his, when, his, when his son died, when his enemy in this case was killed. He was, ups- he was hurt. He was, he, was, he was feeling pain. Don't become a snake trying to deal with a snake. Keep your heart pure. Limit access. Limit autonomy. Don't give them any kind of control. Be careful. Don't change your actions. Keep your heart pure. This is what you've got to do. Understand, please, that God will protect you. He's got too much invested in you to let snakes, uh, to, 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 to let snakes have their way. When Adam and Eve rebelled, uh, sorry, when Adam and Eve sinned in, in Eden, God showed up. He knew what was going to happen in Eden. The enemy, did the, the snake didn't just slither in there. And, and just have his way. God knew what was going to happen, but God put a plan in place. God put a plan in place to deal with the snake, to deal with the serpent, to deal with the ultimate enemy. And he put, he said, listen, there's the seed of the, the seed of a woman. The offspring is going to bruise. Um, he's going to crush the head and you will bruise the heel. That means Jesus is trampling 
um, on the head of the serpent. You and I, we've got snakes in our garden. Let's be real. But God, no snake will ever win. A snake can't win because your Savior has already won. Your Savior will deliver you. Your Savior's got people in your corner. There are Hushais and there are people that will stand with you. God will expose the snakes. He will allow you to see them for who they are. And when you see them for who you are, you've got to, and I, we've got to, now make sure we're limiting the access. Don't keep giving snakes access to your ear, access to, to, to whatever it is. You've got to protect yourself. You've got to protect your family. You've got to protect the plan and purpose of God in your life. There are people, oh, Father, I thank you tonight. Some of us are dealing with snakes in our circle of where we work, where we operate, and we don't know how to deal with it. God is saying, listen, you are not going to lose, but you've got to limit the access. You've got to be careful what you do. You've got to be careful what you say to a snake. Come on. Sometimes we will say things to people out of a, a, just a, a lapse in judgment and you're talking to a snake. You know you're talking to a snake and you make a joke. You didn't even mean it. And that person will snake you. That person will take that thing and make it uh, bigger than it is. God, I thank you tonight. Next week we'll deal with the wolves. Wolves are different, but we're dealing with snakes tonight. I believe that God is, listen, Father, I thank you tonight in Jesus name. Lord, I thank you tonight because you have given us power to tread upon scorpions. Your word says it, God. They are people who the enemy will use, God, to just to, 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 to try to steal from us. They've got their own agenda to steal, the, steal our own hearts, steal the hearts of people. But tonight, God is saying that every person that has been bitten, there are people here on this live tonight who are seeing this later, you have been bitten by a snake. Somebody betrayed you close to you. It hurt you. It hurt you to your core. You cried and you cried and you said, God, why? You blamed yourself. But God is saying tonight, it is not your fault. God is saying tonight, even in this thing, I am protecting you. I am protecting you from what the, the enemy is trying to do, from, from the, the people who are the wrong ones trying to get close to you. I'm just protecting you. God is speaking tonight. Father God, I thank you tonight. I hear you tonight night, Lord, we are praying, God, for wisdom. Lord, give us the wisdom to deal with the snakes. Lord, give us, God, the, the discernment, oh God, a spirit of discernment. Father, I thank you tonight because you will give us, open our eyes. Father, in Jesus' name, I'm praying that you open up the eyes of your people tonight that we would recognize when we see snakes in our garden. Father God, I say to all, oh, Father, listen, God is saying tonight that he will allow you to see snakes. Not just in your garden, but snakes operating in the lives of people close to you so that you can be of help to them, so that you can pray for them, you can counsel them. God, I thank you tonight. Lord, we know that the enemy is real. We know that there are snakes that, God, that the enemy has planted in our garden and in operating. But Father, tonight, help us to have the right perspective that even when we see rejection and betrayal, help us to recognize you are protecting what is still to come. Help us to understand that the snakes are there because God, you have a plan and a purpose and the enemy is coming against it. But Father God, I thank you tonight. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for a release tonight. Lord, there are people People tonight who are hurting because of bites, because of betrayals, but I pray for a release tonight, God. I pray a release over your people. Father, in Jesus' name, I take this, we pull this venom out. 
in the name of Jesus. God, some people have shut down because they have been bitten. They have been poisoned. And God, their hearts have been turned and they have not been doing what you've called them to do because they are afraid to be bitten. They are afraid to be hurt. But God says tonight, he's removing the venom. He's removing the pain in the name of Jesus. God, I speak that now. Father God, I thank you tonight that we will not be deceived by a snake. We will not become like snakes and God, we will not let a snake change us. We will not let snakes change our heart, change our assignment, change the plan and purpose you have for us. But God, I speak it tonight in Jesus name. We are going to win over every strategy, over every attempt of the enemy to pull down, to break down. But God, I thank you tonight. We release a spirit of discernment over your people tonight. I speak a spirit of wisdom tonight in Jesus name open our eyes God and God heal our hearts from the brokenness father we thank you tonight in the name of Jesus tonight Lord I thank you yes come on somebody say I'm free I'm free tonight God is going to free you God is going to help you to see the people uh, who are not with you but I'm praying for the who shies to come up to step up in your life they're going to be who shies people that are genuine the genuine ones will come to light. God, in Jesus' name, let the Hushais come. The people that are real, stand with you, stand with me. And you, be a Hushai to somebody. Be a genuine. Yes, come on, Dion. Be genuine. Be genuine with people. God, I thank you tonight. Amen. Amen. I couldn't get to the wolves tonight, but we're going to get to the wolves next week. Next week is going to be wolves and snakes are different. So we've got to understand wolves. We've got, I want to break down next week as God gives it to me. All right. I want to let everybody know. Come on. Thank you for being out with me tonight. Please. I love to hear from you. I love the testimonies. I love to hear when you share things. So make sure you know, hit me up. Send me a message. Always love to pray for you. Pray for my Thrive family. Pray for my ESP family. And I want everybody, I'm inviting everybody on this live, um, everybody who sees this, to join our church family on Sunday. It is going to be, yes, come on, Patrice, free from snakes. This Sunday is what we call Taste and See Sunday at the ESP Worship Center. We are celebrating cultures from around the world. We've got to do it differently. Usually it's a big outdoor event. We've got a special service Sunday morning at 10 a.m. And then 7.30 p.m. Please, please come online with us 7.30. It's going to be a virtual concert. We've got some fun stuff planned, some surprises and some good stuff. It's going to be streaming on the church page, ESP Worship Center. And I'm also going to share it, obviously, and many other people are going to be shared. But I would love for you to come on. And I'm asking everybody here to pray that during this concert that people are going to be saved. This is why we do Taste and See, to lift up the name of Jesus and, and, to, and, and to believe God to touch the hearts of people. And we're believing that lives are going to be saved. Tomorrow night, Jesus in the City here in Toronto is airing a broadcast with pastors who are going to be praying over the city of Toronto. I'm going to be, I've been, I'm one of the pastors who will be praying. Uh, I think it's at 7.30 or 8 o'clock tomorrow night if you want to check it out. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Good to be with you guys on the Thrive Life. Um, listen, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. John 10.10. 10. Absalom was out to steal the heart of people. The enemy wants to steal 
kill, and destroy. But that verse says God comes, that Jesus came, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. They are snakes, they are wolves, but you will not lose. Greater is he that is in us than he that is against us. All right, everybody. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Uh, but Ricky, good to see you on. Good to see everybody on here. God bless you guys. And uh, again, if you haven't shared this thing yet, share it. Stay free and blessed. Jermaine, praying for you. Denise, praying for you. Amen. Amen. Powerful. Yes. Thank you, Alicia. God bless you guys. Cindy Campbell, good to have you on with me. Share this. Put it somewhere. Put it in somebody's inbox. I believe God wants to speak. And, and, and you, by doing that, you're just partnering what God is doing right here on the Thrive Life and getting this word out there to help people deal with snakes, deal with the hurts, deal with the bites. Amen. In Jesus name. God bless you. And I will see you. Hopefully I want to see you on Sunday and we'll see you again next Thursday night. God bless you. Oh, 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 oh,